Well, good day, everyone. Welcome to The Journey this week. My name is Jude Hennessy, and this show pulls together some great people from the Catholic world to contribute to a podcast that not only airs in over 30 radio stations right around the country, Christian radio stations, and it's got great ecumenical content for that reason, but also goes out via jcr.org.au, goes out as a podcast, goes out as an email each week to tens of thousands of people. It's so humbling to know that. Um, and just wonderful to be a conduit of some really good content, we hope, that, uh, that encourages people, that builds them up, that gives them hope. And this week's no different as we enter into what is the sixth Sunday of Easter. We're in this beautiful Easter season, a season of joy, a season of expectation, a season of victory, and, and leading into the season of uh, Pentecost, well, the Feast of Pentecost, which is not too far away. This week you're going to be hearing from Josh Clayton. Josh is a deacon down in Bathurst. Recently went to Vanuatu, and uh, he's got some some great stories to share about his speaking to young people in that environment and that situation, and their experience of the cyclones a few years ago, and, and what it's done in that community. We hear from Trish McCarthy. She's going to talk about food for life. Makes sense when you've got a, a segment name like Milk and Honey. Talk about food for life. Mother Hilda Scott, you're going to love this week. She's going to talk to us about focusing on and realising and just recognising the good news that is all around us and that certainly the good news that Jesus came to bring. Something really special in the middle of the show this week, you're going to hear from four participants from a program called Growing Good Men. Two fathers and two sons, they're going to share their experience of participating in the Men Alive's Growing Good Men weekend, which, which we ran here in the Diocese of Wollongong. And I was, I was there with these guys last year and helping to run that. So powerful. And I'm, I'm saying that as a, as a father of daughters, but just seeing young men and their dads being given the tools to communicate, to journey with each other into, into manhood was just really, really powerful. Coming up again this year, there's there's a couple running in Brisbane, there's uh, I think one running in Melbourne, there's there's one running here in, in Wollongong for the Sydney region, but it's out at Cataract Scout Camp, that's, uh, that's later in the year, in October, I'll tell you more about that later, but today you're just going to hear some really honest and at times quite emotional experiences that uh, that were recorded from, from John and Patrick and from Dave and, and from Robbie on that uh, Growing Good Men weekend and their extolling of others to, uh, to jump in and experience the same thing kick us off though we're going to break up in the gospel this week from john 14 15 to 21 it's the it's the gospel reading that's being proclaimed right around the world this weekend at, at masses sunday masses for the sixth sunday of easter and it's really jesus stating for the for the disciples that i shall ask the father and he will send you another advocate the holy spirit so we're leading towards the feast of the ascension and we're also leading towards the the feast of pentecost when the holy spirit comes and the church is born and break open that gospel reflection for us. We're going to hear from Father Rob Galea. He's from down in Victoria. You're going to love what he's got to say in, in explaining what the Holy Spirit is and how we're called into that relationship with God through the power of the Holy Spirit and through receiving the Holy Spirit. As you can see, or as you can hear, <laughs> lots to get through on this week's show. We better get into it. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and thanks for joining us this week on The Journey. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I shall ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. That spirit of truth whom the world can never receive, since it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, because he is with you 
He is in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come back to you. In a short while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live and you will live. On that day, you will understand that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. Anybody who receives my commandments and keeps them will be the one who loves me. And anybody who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I shall love him and show myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord. And now the Gospel Reflection with Father Rob Galea. The Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit very often is misunderstood. We understand God the Father because we understand relationships with our fathers, sometimes good, sometimes bad. God is the perfect Father. And Jesus, easier to understand because we know what a brother is, we know what a human is, we know through the Bible who Jesus is. But what about the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? Well, I'll tell you what the Holy Spirit is not. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. The Holy Spirit is not a fire. The Holy Spirit is not a power. The Holy Spirit is not water. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. What does a person do? What is a person? Well, a person is someone who has a personality, someone who has a character. A person is someone we can have a relationship with. This is the Holy Spirit, the advocate, the one who helps us live out our Christian life. I can tell you this. God did not give us the command to obey his commandments without the power, without the presence, without the relationship to do so. This is where the Holy Spirit comes in. Where you're finding it difficult to enter into the commands of God, to get out of sin, to be able to love generously, to serve others, ask the Holy Spirit. Stop and pray, God, send your Holy Spirit upon me. Come, Holy Spirit, give me the strength the grace to be able to serve you selflessly. Now, you see, the way it works is that God asks us, Jesus asks us to ask for the Holy Spirit. So this is the only command, really, we need to understand, we need to know, that whenever we're finding it difficult to follow Jesus, the Holy Spirit will be with us by our side. But ask, ask and you shall receive. I love the Holy Spirit because we have an unfair advantage with the Holy Spirit. Many of us try to live a Spirit-filled life without the Holy Spirit, without a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So stop, even at this moment, and just ask, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Advocate of God, Defender of my faith, the power within, through this relationship, the person who will help me run the race to the end. Come Holy Spirit. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. From depth of sea to mountain peak, we see your glory. From here on earth to galaxies, we see your glory. Beside you, no rival contends. Great is the Lord, great is the Lord our God. 
to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Now, Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda. I was listening to a program the other day as I drove along. It filled me with a sense of goodness, for want of a better word. It was a talkback thing and the announcer was inviting people to ring up and tell him of their experiences in America. Well, what we know in the climate of impending presidential elections is that that country is even more than usually in the limelight. As we wait with bated breath to see what will happen there, it after all impacts us all. Anyway, caller after caller rang in, and what amazed me was the positiveness of each caller. Furthermore, it was as though the positiveness spurred on positiveness. Any negative comment was put away with the caller inevitably saying, but having said that, let me tell you, I was stranded between LA and somewhere else and I met someone who gave me his cousin's address and told me to look him up because he'd look after me. It was balm for the soul to listen to this and when I had in turn to take the ignition off, I was sorry. I wish I could have kept listening. I noticed that when I got out of the car, my first instinct was to look around me and see only good. It's so simple, really, isn't it? It's a really easy thing to do. Find the good and concentrate on that. It brings life of its own. Jesus came with the same message. We call it good news. Remember? I came to call sinners. to to repentance I came for the lost sheep I came to give life I came to show you the face of the Father I came to heal you I came to forgive you I came that you might have life and have it to the full it's all good news in the middle of the things that weigh us down whether of our own making or not all we have to do is turn on the radio of prayer In other words, we only have to turn not our hands to the dial, but our hearts in the direction of God with the simple plea on our faces, no words necessary, to hear his personal good news for our soul. I promise you, 
it makes a difference, you can actually face the rest of your life. Thanks so much to Mother Hilda Scott there. She spoke to us all about the profoundness of the good news and how we need to focus on the good and just, just keep looking at it, keep thinking about it, and that'll lead us to gratitude and lead us to, to a true worship of God. Thanks to Mother Hilda Scott there. Thanks to Father Rob Galea, who before the break broke open this week's gospel for us in a reflection on the gospel that he called Come Holy Spirit. Thank you to him. And we've had some great music in the mix so far too. You've heard from Avalon, Great is the Lord. Here comes Casting Crowns, Life of Praise. And after the break, you're going to be hearing a wonderful testimony from uh, two dads and two lads who are, were participants in our in our last year's weekend called Growing Good Men. We ran that up at Cataract Scout Camp. We're running it again in October this year. There's a couple running in Brisbane. There's another one running in October. Look. I can't speak highly enough of this stuff. Just just check it out at menalive.org.au and they'll, they'll be able to show you in your region where they're coming up. If you want to come to ours, we'll look after you. We'll pick you up from airports and all that sort of stuff. And uh, come come to Sydney, jump on a train to Wollongong, we'll get you out to Cataract Scout Camp in October. Life-changing for dads and lads. Um, no matter where they're at in their relationship, we've had some dads and lads who, who came and seemingly had it all together, and, and they did, but just went to a new level in their relationship and journeying together, and, and some other dads and sons who were just really struggling. And, uh, and great healing takes place, and great tools are given for renewal and connection in an ongoing way. That's after the break. You're going to hear from, uh, going to hear from John and Patrick, and David and Robbie. And I'm just telling you up up front, it's it's uh, it's pretty good content, and pretty emotional at times too, and that's uh, that's okay. That's after the break. Faith, hope, love, and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and you're on the journey.
together on the journey. Faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. segment time for another chat about something to do with men alive 
And today we're talking about the Growing Good Men weekend. I've got a couple of people with me who want to share their thoughts, so let's get some introductions. G'day, I'm John. I'm from Wollongong, and I'm here with my youngest son, Patrick. What was the, the most memorable part or a couple of the highlights of the weekend for you, John? All gathering around the fire and uh, basically the rite of initiation for the young sons. That was really marvellous. Hello, I am John's son, Patrick, and I liked all of the activities that we did uh, all in the afternoon. So that was all the physical activities, was it? Yeah. So you're into a bit of sport and stuff? Yeah. Okay, I'm David. I came to this weekend, to be honest with you, because my wife booked it and said we needed to go to repair our relationship. And I'm about to leave here now to go home to thank her because what she has done, there is no price on it. Um, I'm very emotional speaking about it. Um, this opportunity that I had with my son, I'll never ever get it again. Um, Actually, let's find out from Robbie then. What, what was... Um the highlight of the weekend? What's something that really stood out to you that you've enjoyed this weekend? Uh, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the bit where the fathers that they created the um, journeyman poles. Then we went to the campfire, we got blindfolded. We had to trust them to walk us there without us falling over or whatever. And then we did a ceremony. They prepared a speech for us. We said it and then we were welcome to the circle, welcome to the circle of men. Okay, fantastic. Now, thinking about what you've done the whole weekend, what's, say, one or two big things that you want to take away and keep doing? Uh, probably being able to communicate with my dad better and be able to, like, talk more about things. And, um, yeah, that's about it. That everyone needs affirmation and validation and just someone giving them the good job. Good. Thumbs up. Well, we'll do that right now. Good job. Well done in answering that question. And John, for you, what's the couple of the big takeaways from the weekend that you've learned? Um, the the idea of uh, having regular relationship building time together, you know, Ra rather than everybody just gets so busy with their day-to-day -day life that we all live as strangers in the same house kind of thing. Okay. And David, for you, what what's the big takeaway from the weekend for you? The biggest takeaway is that I'm now taken home... <coughs> Sorry. A young man instead of a boy that I came with. And the biggest part of it is me being able to write a letter. I wrote a letter to my son and he wrote one for me. When I thought, when I saw that in the book on, on Friday night, I said to myself, letter, my God, how am I going to write a letter? What am I going to write in this letter? And once the weekend was over, it was the last, one of the last things we did, we wrote this letter. I sat down and I wrote three pages for him because and if I had more paper I probably still would have kept writing. Great thanks for sharing this story over on, on the Growing Good Men weekend and thanks for being part of the journey. Thank you and thank you to the team. Thank you. Thank you Max. Thank you Max. Well thanks so much to John and Patrick and Dave and Robbie four of our participants in last year's Growing Good Men weekend that we held at Cataract Scout Camp. Thanks to Max Norden who put that interview together and got those insights from those uh, those good men. For more information about uh, that experience, go to menalive.org.au. I'll be talking more about it in the lead into October. We'll be running one at Cataract Scout Camp at that time, and come and join us. Got plenty of room. And I tell you, if you come with your son, it's for, for sons between the age of about 12 and 17, it's a game changer. After the break, we hear from Trish McCarthy, 
bit later on, we're going to hear from the Bush Deacon, Josh Clayton from down in Bathurst. They've both got some really good stuff to share with you. Trish is going to talk about food for life and hers coming up straight away after the break. First up, though, here's Reuben Morgan and the song Hear Our Praises. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy and you're on the journey. streets be filled with joy Hope, love and life. This is The Journey. 
And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. As I flick through the scriptures, something that always draws my attention is the focus on various foods. Why would such a thing be highlighted throughout the stories? The thing I'm drawn to most is the simplicity of the meals shared by Jesus and his disciples. Fish, bread, honey, fruit and nuts, wine, water, herbs and spices, meat, vegetables. This all sounds delicious and all things that come from the natural earth. When compared to the food available to us today, it is evident that for the majority, we are not eating life-giving natural food, but man-made food-like products. This is an important distinction, because at the most basic level, our cells need certain things to survive and thrive. These things are found in the natural foods we eat, and if these needs are not met, our cells will continue to crave them, or be hungry if you like, until they get what they need to function effectively. Ever notice the difference you feel between polishing off a box of fried, oily, dried out chicken to a delicious warm beef Mediterranean salad with scintillating colour and bursts of flavour? It would be interesting to see if for a given period of time, say one day, three days or one week, we could switch off to advertising, listen to your body and make choices based on what you need rather than what you hear about or are told you need. Like a fast, convenient family dinner pack, I guarantee there would be a marked difference in the way you feel and experience life. So why not have a go today? Thanks very much, Trish McCarthy, Food for Life, great message there. Just makes sense, doesn't it, to, uh, to dive into the sort of foods, the sort of gifts that God gives us. And avoiding the stuff that so often we overprocess and take all the goodness out of. God, God knows what He's doing. So dive into the really good foods that uh, that Jesus gave His disciples. I love the way Trish sort of broke that open for us there. Thank you to Trish. Coming up, we got some uh, some music from John Michael Talbot. Love that guy. I used to listen to so much of his stuff when I was a young guy, just because I uh, was learning guitar. I think <laughs> I just want to be able to play some of this beautiful stuff that he was playing. Matt Mara too. He's got a version of the Lord's Prayer. And after the break, we're going to hear from the Bush Deacon, Josh Clayton. He's going to talk about his experience in Vanuatu recently and, and working with some great young people and uh, and how they've overcome some really big challenges in recent years and, and done so with faith and done so with with love and support of each other. That's after the break. It'll be a great way to round out the show. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. We're getting near the end, but you're still on the journey.
I'm Sophia. I'm from Minnesota in the United States, and you're listening to The Journey.
together on the journey. Faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. And now here's the Bush Deacon, Josh Clayton. I was just recently blessed to be able to visit Vanuatu. Didn't go there for a holiday. Went there to meet with some young people and the leaders of the church and the church community there about the attendance of some young people at World Youth Day celebrations. I don't really want to spend much time talking about World Youth Day, but it was in the interactions with the people of Vanuatu that I could really see that God was working. Vanuatu, we might think, as some sort of destination that's exclusive and amazing, and, and all of that is true. It's also a country where the people live very simply, where resources are hard and competing interests of different foreign powers can make a deep impact on the way the country and individuals see themselves. Recently, that country has suffered from two hurricanes, one following very soon after the other. And the impact could be seen greatly in so many different areas, whether it was just the houses or whether it was the fact that the trees had been cleared away so that there, at different places there was a better view than what you would have had before. One thing that really struck me was the fact that a school near Port Vila, like many schools, had been damaged in one of the hurricanes. And the kids were in those UNICEF tents that you sometimes see at refugee camps. That was their classrooms. The roofs had been removed by the wind and the storm, and now they were being taught in just a simple tent. They were still happy. They were still enthusiastic. It was hot. It wasn't the coolest place to be learning, I can tell you that but they were happy with what they had. They were happy with the challenges that had been placed in front of them, but they were also happy to to look forward in hope for what was coming. Vanuatu is a particularly Christian nation, with so many people involved in so many church services and, and gatherings of many different kinds. We attended church, but then we went for a walk, and we saw people just meeting for a church service in very simple conditions. It was the thing they did. They relied on God. They worshipped God no matter what the challenges might be. I don't know what we can learn from that, but I'm still working it out myself. We expect things to be perfect and the worries we have might be insurmountable, but one person we spoke to said he doesn't have a kitchen anymore and he can't get a new kitchen because he's saving so that he can send his daughter to university. There's lots of things that happen in our lives that are challenges, but sometimes we have to see how God might be working. It's not about blaming anyone for bad things happening. And it's the perennial struggle that each of us has. Why do bad things happen to good people? It's not about that. It's it's more about how can we see God in the situation we're at? How can we see God in the Australian army that came and rebuilt classrooms for young people who are sitting in UNICEF tents in the heat trying to learn so that their future can be brighter? How can we see the people that donate their time or what they have to those that have lost everything? How can we see God in those moments where people huddled together in a hurricane in their neighbour's house because their house was gone? It's a challenge for all of us, but the challenge for us is to see the good and to see how God is working, because God is working. We mightn't see it, though. You are the God of big dreams You said that I do great things You know my heart and hear me when I sing You are the God of big dreams You carry my burdens, carry my weight Never give me more than I can say See that mountain 
Thank you so much to Josh there, Josh Clayton, the bush deacon. He's from Bathurst, and a little piece that uh, that he called "God is Working." He's experienced in in uh, preparing some young people in World Youth Day, which is coming up later this year, over in Vanuatu, and and how they have um, had really strong faith filled support of each other, particularly given the challenges they faced after recent cyclones. Heard too from uh, Jen Bostick and the song "Got a Big Dreams." Had some great music on today's show. Thanks to all of our contributors. Thanks to Max Norton, who's put it all together, as he does each and every week. We're coming up to 10 years of this show in uh, in just a couple of months' time. That's going to be a big milestone for us. Show 520. We're at 5.10 at the moment. Thanks to Trish McCarthy. Thanks to Mother Hilda Scott, to Father Rob Galea, right at the start of the show. Broke open this week's gospel for us. And, and thanks too to John and Patrick and Dave and Robbie who were really happy to share their, their little testimonies and their experience of growing good men that we had right in the middle of the show. Don't forget, if you want to go to jcr.org.au, you can check out any of the content from today, any of the content from previous shows. You can go and look through any past interviews that we have. I know a lot of people have been in the last few weeks going back and have a look at that interview that we did with uh, Father James Mallon, who's the author of Divine Renovation. Thanks to all of our uh, partnering radio stations. We're just uh, so grateful for the relationship we have with you guys. For all of you listening in via your local Christian radio station, make sure you support them. It's a, it's a real ministry what they're doing, and not only are they providing fantastic content, really family-friendly content, really encouraging and positive content, but they're doing so in a way that's really uh, really true to the gospel, really true to the call of Jesus. So support them in whatever way you can. I know there's uh, there's lots of appeals that are coming up shortly, mid-year appeals. So make sure that you're, uh, you're diving in and, and usually they're tax-deductible donations for all of these wonderful Christian radio stations. We will be doing it all again next week. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy and thanks for joining us on The Journey. The Journey is presented by Jude Hennessy and produced by Max Norden on Dharawal Country in the office of the Bishop for the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.